Good morning and welcome to Wallet Street. It's uh, Friday, December 11th. Um, today I'm going to be going through uh, a little bit differently than I've done in the past. Um, rather than going through every single article that I've put in my newsletter, um, I'm going to invite you to sign up to the newsletter or go to the website at walletstreet.squarespace.com. Um, and here in the stand-up, I'll just be going through some of the highlights. Um, this was based on some feedback I got. So trying to incorporate that feedback and make this better. So to kick it off, I think um, where I wanted to start today is about what the big, I guess, financial news of the week. Um, we had some pretty big IPOs this week. And in particular, Airbnb just had a gangbusters IPO um, with a market cap in the end of reaching about 100 billion. They had priced the IPO, uh, I believe, around $68 a share. And um, at the time that it started trading, it was already, I think, close to double that share price, uh, which means that I don't know if someone mispriced the IPO or um, what happened there, but there's definitely a pretty big difference between where um, it, it was priced and uh, by the initial bankers and, and investors and um, where it, it ultimately started trading publicly at. I think if you had asked me um, a while back if I would have thought that uh, one of the biggest IPOs of the year would have been a travel company, I mean, because if you think about Airbnb's business model, it really relies on on people's ability to, to move and to move around. Um, you know, I would have said, well, this is not the year for that type of business model to go out public, but I guess yet again, 2020 proves me wrong because this clearly um, did very well this past week. Um, the other article that I found really interesting was in The Economist, and there's um, a chart of that in my uh, newsletter. But it shows the difference between uh, the amount of money that venture capital has poured into companies or how companies have accessed venture capital versus getting capital through um, funding through IPOs. Um, although their IPO number is, I think, slightly probably a little under uh, reporting in that because they, they've mentioned that it's excluding SPACs, um, which we know has become more, more popular of late. In any case, basically you see in the chart, venture capital funding, which is of course a private way for people, for investors to put money into a company, before, um, has gone up quite a bit and, and um, there's much more of it than um, IPO funding which is through the public markets. Um, so taking this in context with Airbnb's recent IPO, it just leads me to think about, you know, um, is there a bigger structural change where people are getting more or companies are getting more funding through private markets versus public markets? And what does that mean for the, the regular public retail investor um, that you don't have access to some of this um, investing. Basically, it just widens the gap between people who are able to access these um, private companies versus who have certain, you know, returns versus um, if you only have access to to public markets. Another, you know, uh, hypothesis that it leads me to think about is 
Um, does this mean that there's just a lot of cash out there? Um, interest rates are really low. People are looking for ways to make returns. People are looking to give investors back some returns in their funds. And are they just trying to put money wherever they can? Um, so I don't know. I, I don't know the answer. I think as always, time will tell and hindsight's always twenty twenty. So where we sit today, it's, it's hard to know which way it goes. Um, but it'll be interesting to continue to watch. And I think the Airbnb IPO is, is quite um, striking in that, in that manner. Um, so moving on to uh, kind of tech and science, um, the FDA came out last night or, or yesterday, um, the FDA, sorry, excuse me, the FDA advisory panel came out um, green, basically saying they, they approve or they are in support of the Pfizer vaccine against COVID. Um, so it was my understanding in, in reading this that the advisory panel, um, so advises the FDA and the FDA actually makes the final ruling, but that generally the FDA will, will kind of um, proceed in the manner with which the advisory panel has, has judged. So people are expecting that the FDA will approve the vaccine um, shortly, which uh, means that you know people can start getting access in the US at least um, as soon as maybe in the next couple of weeks. As we saw this week, Britain started already um, uh, giving out the, the vaccine. So, um, you know, an interesting uh, way to end the year for sure. Um, the other piece I wanted to highlight in tech news was that Chuck Yeager, the um, pilot who broke the sound barrier, passed away. And The Economist has a pretty interesting um, article about his life. Um, uh, if you want to learn more about the, you know, um, uh, I guess, achievements that, that he uh, reached. And then lastly, in my favorite section, um, my et cetera section, I want to highlight Nat National Geographic has just some superb pictures of recapping 2020, um, in particular, the one that I uh, have on the newsletter and on the site uh, is just a, a really profound photo um, highlighting, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement and um, the activism of this year, I think. This is truly something that captures, you know, a picture's worth a thousand words. So rather than me going on and on about it, I just highly recommend you going either to my newsletter or to the website um, and just seeing it for yourself. And uh, a couple other things I've been reading and listening to this week. I had watched The Undoing, HBO's show, um, suspense, you know, thriller show with Nicole Kidman. And there's a couple of great interviews that I found with some of the cast members. Um, uh, Hugh Grant was interviewed on Fresh Air, um, which is quite an interesting interview. He talks um, not only about his role in The Undoing, but also about his involvement in, um, you know, fighting against the paparazzi in the tabloid magazines in the UK. Also his um, activism in um, campaigning against Brexit, which I didn't know about him. So that was pretty interesting to, to learn. And then there was also a great interview um, in Glamour magazine with Noma Dumezwenzi. I'm hoping I got the name correct um, pronunciation. She plays the really amazing lawyer in The Undoing. I don't want to give too much away about the show, but this lawyer is such a badass and um, 
it was just really cool to like learn more about her and her acting career. So that's um, it for this week. A couple other plugs I just wanted to add. I started a podcast um, series about personal finances and different topics in personal finance. And the first one I did is about all the ins and outs of buying a house, what to expect, how to get the mortgage financing. And um, I did this by interviewing my friend, Mora, who recently went through the process herself. So if you're looking for an approachable and fun way to learn about this personal finance topic, you know, listen there. It's on Apple Podcasts um, or on the website. And I also did another podcast with my dear friend Katie, and we went through our top books of 2020 in our podcast, Not So Silent Reading. Um, so we each reveal what were our best reads of the year. So if you're looking for any good reading recommendations for the holidays, I recommend checking that out. Hope you all have a fantastic week, and I'll see you here next week. Bye-bye.